The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at the times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King Jr. That is the post that Russell Westbrook posted on Instagram right after losing to the Chicago Bulls 115-107 to to go 0-4 for the season. This is just him trying to continue to be a leader despite the bad outcome. Guys, he pulled me right back in. I was very upset last night. But that does not mean this team is going to escape criticism. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at always and forever art, and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, there's no nice way to put this. The Washington Wizards look absolutely abysmal and incompetent and has a lack of urgency on defense. There's no there's no nice way to put that. That is the case. That is the truth. The offense was also sloppy last night. Russell Westbrook had six turnovers. Bradley Beal had five turnovers. They've got to stop turning the ball over. But I, I don't even care about the offense at this part. The defense is absolutely atrocious. It's putrid. Scott Brooks has got to figure out a way to get something more out of this team. They look lifeless. There's no sense of urgency. They just look like they're kind of just out there on defense. It's just terrible. It's so hard to watch. Did Westbrook coming back in with that quote? He sure did. I know that the last time this happened in 2017 with OKC, thanks to my guy, uh, Stephen Dolan, who reminded me on Twitter. 2017, Russell Westbrook sat in almost the exact same chair with his shoulders hunched over almost the exact same way because the OKC Thunder went one of five in in a six-game stretch with Paul George himself and Mello. And then he went on to win eight out of the next nine games. That is how great Russell Westbrook is. So did he pull me back in? Yes. But this team has so many things that are wrong with the Washington Wizards. So. First, let's talk about the defense. There are people who don't know where to go. There are people who are just caught in the wrong spot. Russell Westbrook and Thomas Bryant seem to absolutely never be on the same page. I mean, just never. Just not at all. Beal and Bertans had many miscues. It's just bad. And it makes me look right at Scott Brooks. What are you doing? He seems to not understand or feel a sense of urgency as well. 
This team has an MVP on it. And Bradley Beal, who is coming. And offensively, he is elite. And you are starting off the season 0-4. and four. So the quote and say, nah, team's all right. We'll just figure it. I, I'm, I got to stop reading his quotes for my mental health. Now, I get it. What is he supposed to say? The truth. This is not okay. This is not a great start. I've got to figure something out. My rotations are bad. We need to get our principles down on defense. My team looks like they don't know what they're doing out there. Tell the freaking truth. To just sit out there and lie irritates me. We had a sense of urgency. No, you didn't. They didn't. Anyone who's watching that game can see that. The broadcasters were saying the same thing the entire length of the game. It's not okay. I did a YouTube video. Go check it out. J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions on the defensive miscues that they had Versus the Philadelphia 76ers. They had some of the same miscues today in game four. The part that bothers me is that they seem to not know exactly what it is they're supposed to be doing. Does Scott Brooks not have a defensive philosophy? He's a head coach. I would assume that he does. So why don't they know what that defensive philosophy is? In OKC with Robertson... Robertson, Jeremy Grant, Russell Westbrook, Adams, they switched everything. That was their principle. That was the principle, the basis of their defense. We switch everything and everyone guards one through five. That way we don't give up a bunch of three-pointers to the Golden State Warriors or to Damian Little and C.J. McCollum. With the Wizards, it's... It appears as though there's so many miscues because no one knows what it is they are supposed to be doing. And then there's just the lack of awareness. I mean, people just streaking down the middle of the doggone court, receiving a pass and dunking, and all the Wizards just looking at each other dumbfounded like they don't know what the hell just happened. I mean, how do you let Zach Levine, the slam dunk champion, former slam dunk champion, just dribble all the way down the court? Just dunk uncontested. How does that happen? I mean, this is one of those teams where you got to probably instill the rule. No one gets a free layup or dunk. I mean, my gosh, just someone jump and put a body. I I don't care if you go to the doggone free throw line. Will someone play some damn defense? Just unaware, no principles, not knowing where they're supposed to be, being in the wrong spots. I mean, my goodness, watching Thomas Bryant continuously be in the wrong spot is just so frustrating. And every time him and Russell Westbrook are on the floor together and they're on the same part of a play defensively, they mess it up almost every time. It makes sense. Russell Westbrook's brand new to the team. Thomas Bryant has been on the team. That they mess it up. It's just so nauseating and frustrating to watch. They mess up the rotation every single time. Sometimes Russ thinks there's a switch. Thomas Bryant doesn't switch. Sometimes Thomas does switch. Then they both go with the guy. And then the other guy gets the ball. My God, Scott Brooks, what is it freaking supposed to be? And Thomas Bryant and Russell Westbrook, will you please communicate the switch?
for the love of God, please communicate the switch and then just do that. Stop messing it up. Bradley Beal and Bertans messed up the corner switch two times in a row in the second quarter, twice consecutively. Just just both they just messed it up. And both times it was the opposite. Bertans thought he was supposed to go to the corner. Bradley Beal stopped going. Bertans started to back up. So then Bill started to back up. Wide open three. Then the very next time, they were both hesitant. They were both going to go. And then both stopped. And then they hit a three. That's what happened the first time. The second time, they both didn't go to the corner. And the guy just hit a wide open three. Sorry. I'm getting, getting upset. Starting to repeat myself. Twice in a row. Miss Q. Six points. And look. I get, look, I know, the broadcast, look, they got to be positive in some way. Look, I'm here to tell you now, when I say this, I don't mean literally I spoke to Russell Westbrook. But look, me and Russell Westbrook communicated. We don't give a damn about no triple doubles. We did that already. We already did that. We had a triple double three years in a row. We did that already. We don't care about triple doubles. Does he happen to get triple doubles because he works hard and he's trying to do everything for this team? Yes, that is true. He's that great. But mark my words, he wants to win. He hates losing. As most NBA basketball players do. But, I mean, Russell Westbrook saw 9 of 17 from the field. He was only 1 of 4 from 3. Bill was 1 of 5 from 3. Smith was 0 of 2 from 3. Netta was 0 of 6 from 3. Bertans was 3 of 9 from 3. Bonga was 0 of 2 from 3. I mean, my goodness. But anyway, Russell Wilson played 38 minutes, 9 of 17 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. He had 15 rebounds, 11 assists, 3 personal fouls, and he was a plus 3. Here's where his problem was. He also had a steal. He had 6 turnovers, like I said. Now some of that some I mean, some some passes hit people in the hands. I get it, but there's nonetheless they're his turnovers. He's got to limit the turnovers, and so does Bradley Bill, who had five. He's going to get triple doubles because he's that great. But we want to win. We don't give a dang about no triple doubles. We zero and four. I guess the broadcast is pushing that because it's something positive, but. And we don't care about that. Leave them stats at home. Offensively, they also just look bad. I just don't even understand what I'm just sloppy. I mean, at one point, Bill ran to his own player and lost the ball. How the heck does that happen? He bounce, he's bouncing it off of defensive players. Russell Westbrook's doing the same thing. It, sometimes they have really poor spacing. I just, I don't even, some of the sets, I know it's on purpose, but it's just too crowded. And that pat, that handoff from Bill to, or I'm sorry, from Russell Westbrook to Bill with a screener there. It has three screeners and three offensive players in one small area. And it just makes me nervous every time. There's six people. 
It just looks weird right now. Westbrook is working really hard for his points. I don't understand that. I I just he's kind of getting his by kind of just like dribbling, going one-on-one at the top of the key. Nothing with him actually moving and going downhill when he's receiving the ball and everyone else has movement, so there's opening up driving lanes. None of that. People are wondering, I mean, goodness, Russell gets to jail. Why are they? JD, why aren't they? Why isn't Russ driving? Drive in what lanes? There's no plays for him to be coming downhill and there's movement to create driving lanes. He's just stuck out there with himself, Lopez, Ish Smith, Troy Brown Jr., Bonga, whoever, people who just can't freaking shoot, or he'll replace Bonga with Bertons, which is great that he's trying to mirror those minutes with Russell Webb. Bertons and Westbrook should play together. But if it's them too, and then three people that don't that no defense gives a dang about, there are no driving lanes. They don't help. They help off. They still help off Neto. They don't guard Neto. They don't guard Ishmith. They don't guard Lopez. They don't guard Bunga. They don't guard, guard Troy Brown Jr. They're not guarding any of those people. So he's standing there with no moving in the offense. And then he's just dribbling back and forth, right to left, left to right. to what, And then he eventually he pulls up and shoots a midi. His mini was working yesterday. It's smart of him to do so. If he forces it, and he has 10 turnovers in this game. It's the same with Bill. It's like they have one action, he comes off of a screen, and then after that, Bill just dribbles forever. I don't I just I didn't realize how much Bradley Bill dribbles the ball. My gosh, he dribbles the ball a lot. That's how he gets his turnovers. He over dribbles. Russell Westbrook gets the terms a lot by trying to thread the needle. Sometimes hit the person in the hands that don't catch it. Other times you're just like, Russ, why'd you try that? Don't do that again. But Bill usually over dribbles. But it's just he gets off of a screen. And then nothing else happens after that. There's no second action. It's just screen, Bill gets the ball. Now what do we do? So when I think of this, I think of poor execution on the players. I mean, my gosh, even if that is the final action, someone cut, someone goes to the screen. It's called motion. So what if the play doesn't have a second action? You create the second action. Oh, everybody just stand there and stare at Russell Westbrook or Bradley Bill, whoever has the ball. Now, Bud Brooks, my gosh, man, you don't have no sets to have multiple options. None. We just don't do that. You can't figure out that Bertans and other shoes need to play with Russell Westbrook. Look, Thomas Bryant, he's not going to work. I know it's sad to say that because he can step out and shoot the three. And that's what I was excited about. But I had no idea how not in sync Westbrook and Bryant would be. That is not a good combination. It's just defensively, they're so bad that offensively, I just don't even care. Go get Miles Turner. 
just the, the, that bad defensively together that I don't even care about him being able to step out and shoot a three. I just don't. He's putrid. So, offensively, they're sloppy. Defensively, they have no identity. I will give you Bradley Beal stats. I do every podcast. Bradley Beal went 9 of 20 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3. He made all 10 of his free throws. That's good. He had 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a block, and 5 turnovers. Bradley Beal was a team high minus 12. So he had 29 points. He was a team high minus 12. Look, single game plus minus, you know, I usually don't like that stat, but I try to give it to you guys. Um, I think it's better in a snapshot of like five to 10 games or 20 games. But single game was kind of, everyone played poorly in this game. The only people who had a positive plus minus was Russell Westbrook at plus three and Davis Bertons at plus six. Oh, I'm sorry. Troy Brown Jr. was a plus two. Oh, goodness. How? I don't even know. He didn't. He played 10 minutes. So there you go. Look, I'll see you guys on Thursday. Once again, versus the Chicago Bulls. I am not happy by any means. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube, J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure you subscribe on whatever platform that you listen to. You know I'm on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Radio Public, and many more. I appreciate you guys so much. Please go check out J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I have a great video on the defensive woes of the Washington Wizards. I would really appreciate it. Then subscribe and like on YouTube. That'll help me out a ton. I'll see you guys Thursday with a rematch for the Chicago Bulls. I appreciate you guys. And until next time, as always, peace.